Welcome to the Park Road Podcast for May 4th, 2014. Today's podcast is a sermon given by Amy Jacks Dean, co-pastor with Russ Dean at Park Road Baptist Church. Her sermon is entitled, He Remembered My Name and It Made All the Difference. It was Monday nights, New Testament. I was teaching first grade in Louisville, Kentucky, not far from Churchill Downs, the Derby was yesterday, in a little community known as Shively, though as we all like to call it, it was Lively Shively. It's not the best part of town. But I decided to take just one class One night a week in seminary, I was there to put Russ through school, but I had gotten a bit intrigued myself. So it was just one class, one night a week, and that was all it took. I had hated school all of my life. All the way through middle school, through high school, through college, I hated school. And with one class, my life was forever changed. After one semester, I quit my teaching job. I picked up three part-time jobs, and I enrolled as a full-time student in seminary along with Russ for that spring semester. Most of the basic first-year classes were already full since I was so late to register with a last-minute decision. One of the only classes available was a seminar class entitled Biblical Ethics on Christian Peacemaking with Dr. Glenn Stassen. I'm not going to lie, it sounded pretty boring to me. I'm sorry to Ladane. <laughs> Biblical Ethics on Christian Peacemaking, she makes that come alive, but all those years ago it sounded boring to me. I have never been more wrong. Dr. Stassen died this week after a battle with cancer. There was a tribute to him on MSNBC's Morning Joe this week. Dr. Stassen changed my life. You know how there are people that come along and tell you things you've never never heard before? And you wonder how this kind of information has not been shared with you up until now? And then you realize that your worldview is really pretty small? And then there are those people that tell you these things with such passion and honesty and energy and excitement and brilliance. Dr. Stassen was a renowned scholar and widely respected Christian ethicist. He has written books. He has given lectures. His father was the governor and worked in the cabinet of a president. He was brilliant. He's famous in the world of theological education and especially in the realm of peacemaking. Dr. Stassen leads the way. He has taught hundreds and hundreds of students through the years. I was just one. Not very smart, not all that memorable, but a few years ago, Dr. Stassen and I crossed paths after almost 20 five years since being in his classroom and he instantly grabbed me up hugged me Amy how are you doing how's Russ 
Dr. Stassen remembered my name. Doctor, you don't understand. He was on Morning Joe this week. <laughs> Dr. Glenn Stassen remembered my name. And when your name is called, it makes all the difference. She was the one that had gone to the tomb first while it was dark. In the pre-dawn darkness of her early grief, she arrived at the grave probably just to cry in place. She was the one that found the tomb empty. She was the one who ran to get Peter and the disciple that Jesus loved to show them. The beloved one had instantly believed without seeing anything, without investigating, without asking any questions. He just saw the empty tomb and believed. And then he and Peter went home, which kind of cracks me up. I mean, seriously, that's the biggest news of your whole life. And you just go home? We know nothing about what Peter was thinking at this point. We just know that the two men went home, one convinced, one not knowing, and they leave Mary right back where she started, alone, at the empty tomb. Just her and the gardener. Oh, finally, someone that might know something. Surely this gardener will have seen something, heard something, have some explanation for what's going on here. Thank goodness Mary stayed and didn't go home. I can hear her now, frantic. Where is he? Where did you move him? Just tell me where I'll be happy to take care of him. Just tell me where he is. Where is he? And that's when it happens. He calls her name. He makes it personal. This one who has come for all hasn't just come for the masses, but he came just for Mary and just for me and just for you. He simply says, Mary. And that made all the difference. Wow. Wow. That's my story. And if you were here last week, it was my story then. And this is a little foreshadowing. I'm going to say that every week. <laughs> there have been moments, not many, but a few, where something stirred inside of me and I knew that God was speaking to me, just to me. I wish it happened more often, but that's probably much more about me than it is the Holy One. If I were more often in a state of openness and seeking, would I hear my name called more often? Perhaps, probably. But the times that it has happened has caused a lump in my throat and this overwhelming sense of belonging. It wasn't audible, Amy. 
Which, don't you think you want it to be gentle like that? Amy. Though sometimes we beat ourselves up and think that it probably is. Amy! <laughs> the times I've heard it, it wasn't audible. But it might as well have been. Tom Long says that faith is an abstraction until it becomes personal. I grew up with this understanding. It was all about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. My journey has moved me a bit from a focus on a personal relationship to an emphasis on the communal nature of faith. But let's go back a bit because perhaps we have lost something in letting go of personal relationships. Have you heard your name called? Have you had the feeling that God was speaking to just you with a whole wide world of problems and issues with millions of people looking up to God in any given moment to feel that this very essence of God was reaching out to you, just you among the many. It's that unbelievable, unexplainable moment when you recognize your own name when it is spoken with a divine inflection and a holy accent. Throughout tradition, there are all kinds of nasty rumors about Mary Magdalene. But Joyce Holiday points out that when Jesus spoke her name, everything changed. The tears of sorrow became tears of unspeakable joy. The calling of Mary Magdalene is the calling of us all, Holiday says. She is an example of injury healed, spirit empowered, and life bestowed with grace. She lived out a fervor rooted in her love for Jesus that moved heaven a little closer to earth. She is all of us at our passionate best. When we refuse to live in the broken present and dare to dream of a future full of promise. Mary. Amy. Sam. Bill, Max, Sarah Grace. If you could choose what you would hear from Jesus if he were to speak to you today, what more would you really need to hear from him than just your name? Barbara Brown Taylor says that those experiences, these resurrection experiences, cinch the resurrection for her. Not what happened in the tomb. She says, what happened in the tomb was entirely between Jesus and God. For the rest of us, Easter began the moment the gardener said, Mary. 
and she knew who he was. That is where the miracle happened and goes on happening, not in the tomb, but in each and every encounter with the living Lord. She goes on to say, in the end, that is the only evidence we have to offer those who ask us how we can possibly believe. Because we live, that's why. Because we have found to our surprise that we are not alone. Because we never know where he will turn up next. She ends this way. Here's the one thing that helps. Never get so focused on the empty tomb that you forget to speak to the gardener. Sylvia. Gray. Mary. Rika. I have heard my name, Amy. I do believe. May it be so. Amen. Thanks for listening today. We invite you to learn more about Park Road at parkroadbaptist.org. Park Road is a progressive faith community located in Charlotte, North Carolina, encouraging independent thought, community service, social justice, and interfaith understanding. Grace and peace to you.